Welcome to the One Life Podcast. Being a business owner is potentially the best path to build personal wealth. However, embarking on an opportunity, whether full-time or as a side hustle, is incredibly tough. I believe that understanding finances is integral to the success of your business. The purpose of this podcast is to empower you to understand, manage and grow your business finances and therefore your personal wealth. I invite you to join me every Friday as I share insights and actionable strategies to make your business serve you rather than you serve your business. I'm your host, Andrew Wilson. Welcome to episode 17 of the One Life Business Podcast. I hope you're well and you're looking after yourself. My name is Andrew Wilson, and if you haven't listened to this podcast before, absolutely go back to um, the introductory podcast, number one, and listen from the start. You'll get the most value if you listen from episode one onwards, because I'm leading you on a bit of a journey. Now, this podcast is all about your financial empowerment. The aim of the podcast is to look specifically at your business. The reason for looking at your business is because for most of us, it's our main source of income. And what I really want you to do is to be able to to obtain your financial independence. Now, this podcast is in association with the Always Free podcast and the Always Free show that is hosted by Jason Greystone. If you haven't caught either of those things before, I highly recommend doing so. So for the last three weeks, I've been talking about income streams and how important it is to have multiple income streams in your business to give you personally the best chance of succeeding, you do need to increase your income streams and drive your quest for financial independence. You should really go all out to build what I'm calling an ecosystem. The most successful businesses in the world have done exactly this. So let's talk about an ecosystem. Anywhere online you can read about a business ecosystem and generally it's either a product or a service or it's a mixture of both. Ideally it has both. What I'd like to run through is four elements of an ecosystem, a business ecosystem. And these aren't my elements. They're actually derived from a gent called Daniel Priestley. Now Daniel Priestley is the author of Become a Key Person of Influence or a KPI and he helps lots and lots of business owners succeed. And this is the KPI ecosystem that I'd like to run through. And the reason I'd like to run through it is I first read Key Person of Influence in about early 2016, I believe it was. And what it did was break down into relatively simple terms what the elements of a successful ecosystem, business ecosystem is. So this is what we're going to run through today. And there's four elements to it. Number one gifts. Yeah, I can see you sitting there thinking, uh, what the hell's gifts got to do with business? So gifts, it's a product or a service which is perceived to be valuable to a potential new customer or client. And you've got to give it for free for nothing in return. And I know that's really alien to us business owners. The important element of this is that the gift has to cost very little. So let's look at Apple as a major business in the world. Apple provides iTunes, iBooks, and it also gives masterclasses in each of its stores to teach potential new clients how their products can improve their lives. So those of you with established businesses, I know that you're sat there thinking, this is a joke, yeah? But actually it's not. Now, giving anything away for free 
as I mentioned, is pretty alien to most business owners, mainly because we work so bloody hard to generate our income. I've had this discussion with many business owners over the years, and their responses are generally one or more of, I don't earn anything from a gift, I don't have time to spend on something which doesn't generate income for me, that's way too new age for me, this is definitely not the done thing, and no one I know is doing it. And in many ways, I would agree with you, but as I say, the longer I've spent dealing with different businesses, the most successful ones, they do this, they give away stuff for free. And I completely understand the response of most business owners to this, but what many of us do not appreciate, and I didn't for quite a while, is that this is a crucial ingredient in potential clients and existing clients for that matter, building trust in you. And therefore, that trust in what you're actually offering, your products and your services that you sell. The perfect gift here is a digital product, isn't it? It ticks all the boxes. It quickly gets to the world. And apart from your time to actually set it up, it doesn't actually cost much to produce or to distribute. And that's the beauty of this. So that's the financial element to gifts, okay? Is you can set up and you can actually offer some value to your existing clients and certainly to new and potential clients which as I've mentioned before are five times more expensive to attract than to keep your existing clients. So I mentioned at the start of this podcast and at the start of every podcast that this is sponsored by the Always Free podcast and the Always Free show. So let's look at what Jason Greystone offers. I thought it would be a really good example here and this is the stuff that he offers for free. Let's look at this Always Free podcast. The Always Free Show, the Always Free Newsletter, Instagram posts daily, sometimes multiple times daily, his Facebook posts, his Facebook Live videos, his YouTube videos. If you go online and go onto Jason's YouTube channel, there is an incredible number of videos that he offers and lots and lots of value. All of this stuff takes time, but what it's done over time is it's built up a trusting sticky following that's why he's got over 50,000 people following him on YouTube so it's something to think about number two products for prospects so this is a low priced product or service which lead potential clients closer to the decision to buy your main core product or service so let's use Apple again Apple hosts music festivals or it did before COVID and these music festivals would normally cost 30 to 40 pounds to attend so not a huge huge amount didn't generate lots of money for apple but huge numbers of people would attend those okay and what would happen from that is they would have all of the advertising everything would be on itunes and they and you would have some clients that therefore would move on to apple's core products which we'll get onto in a minute I'd like to mention Dan Priestley here. This is the ecosystem that Dan Priestley talks about. As I mentioned, he's an international business owner, speaker, and an author. But his books are a perfect example of products for prospects. And yet, you know what? They do bring in a little income. And generally, anyone listening to this that's written a book will know it will bring in a little income. You know, you have to be hugely successful at writing to be able to make a living just from writing. What they are for Daniel and what they are for many people in business is they're a lead generation tool. People read his books, they trust him because they understand what he's saying, and then they start to look into other things that Daniel does. 
So let's look into some other things that Daniel does and what he tells his clients to do. Number three, core products and services. And this must be a complete solution to a problem that your potential clients face. That has to be the bottom line. That's what we're here. That's what everyone in business is here doing. We are providing solutions to problems that clients face. So again, I'll use Apple as the example. Now, Apple have a number of these. They have the iPhone, the Mac, the iPad, and they offer their clients three versions to choose from. So let's take an example of the iPhone 12, the iPhone 12 Pro, and the iPhone 12 Pro Max. And they offer those three options and it's done so they're able to cater for the different requirements of their different clients. And some of you may be listening to this podcast on your Apple iPhone 12 at the moment. Now just have a look and just have a think about which one you're actually using and which one you subscribe to. And it's really worth noting that the most expensive is over double the price of the entry model. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because how much more does the most expensive model do from the entry price model? In an efficient and an effective ecosystem, what I would suggest to you guys is you do the same. Maybe you could consider offering like a bronze, a silver, a gold option for the services or the products you sell. I mention quite often on these podcasts that we live in a world where people pay to not be inconvenienced. What do you think the gold option is? The gold option's always the most convenient. And coincidentally, it's always the most expensive. So I'll give you an example. I worked with an owner of a laser eye surgery clinic. They offered their potential clients three different options. The first two were called LASAK and the third was called LASIK. And they managed the sales process really closely. And what they did was they presented LASIK as the older of the two technologies. Not bad technology, just older technology. And what they'd also present was that with more data that had been compiled over a longer period of time, the risks associated were proven to be greater with LASIK than it was with LASIK. So the two LASIK options, bronze and silver, of course, they differed in cost due to the different problems with the eyes of the people that needed to be corrected. And also, obviously, the time spent in surgery. So what the sales team did was they spent the majority of their time, and when I say the majority, I think I'd, I'd almost push to about 85 to 90% of their time presenting the LASIK or the gold premium product option, which was the most up-to-date technology. And what they do is they would explain how quick the surgery was, no matter what the problem was with the eyes, and also that it was proven to have less potential risks. And surprise, surprise, 75% of the sales were LASIK, which again was, of course, the most expensive of the three options. So number four is products for clients. Now, these are products that can only be purchased by clients who purchase one of your core products. So let's look at Apple one more time. You know, it's a pretty big company. I think it's a good example. For Apple, this income would be from iCloud storage. It would be from the, what, there's got to be over 3 million apps in the App Store, Apple Care to protect their users, and, of course, Apple Music. Apple makes a lot more revenue from services it sells than actually the hardware like the Macs, the watches and the TVs that it sells. 
What you'll notice again is all of these services that Apple offer are online. As I've mentioned before, the most valuable businesses in the world are so because of their intellectual property, because of the assets that they've built and certainly the online assets. And remember, the IP will increase the value of your business. So when you do decide to sell your business, it will absolutely contribute towards that final payoff. So that's the four stages of the ecosystem, all right? And those are the things that you need to offer. And it's quite a big ask for business owners if you haven't done this before, but it's well worth looking into. So I'll give you a really good example, all right? The gym owner, and he was really unhappy with just running his gym. He found it really hard to be inspired and to and to continue working, doing the same thing what he did was built his ecosystem because all the knowledge is in his head as it is with you guys. And this is what he came up with. Number one, gifts. Okay, he gave away one-off gym classes. And that was a really good way of bringing clients in. A free class, come and, come and see the, the club. And then what he also did was he had a health and well-being MOT, which provided his potential clients with a report of their current health. And of course, that report would give the information to the clients to say, you know what, a gym's not a bad idea, is it? And then his last free offering, his gift to his clients, was his online weight loss training routines, which he was doing in-house in as well, but he offered them online. He offered them for free because quite a lot of people don't have all of the kit at home. So where are they going to go? Number two, products for prospects. So what he would give is a month's introductory gym membership for £10. You might say, look, that's not revolutionary. And yeah, I agree with you, it's not. But what he also did was when clients joined, he gave them a branded towel, he gave them a full branded weight loss program workbook and a branded protein snack bar. People paid the £10 and that paid for the towel, the workbook, the protein snack, all of which had his brand, had his product on. His third product is his core product, and that, of course, is his gym memberships. And the final element was the products for clients, the people that are actually already in the gym. And him and his personal trainers, they did personal training for their clients. Now, again, you may say, that's not pretty, not revolutionary. Loads of gyms, almost every gym offer that. But alongside the personal training was he developed an online business selling his branded protein powders, shakes, pills, bars, and gym clothing specifically those online products to help achieve the goal of weight loss. And what was clear to him through looking at other income streams and what was important to him and his clients was it was clear his passion and his expertise and what inspired him, and there's the word that you're looking for as a business owner, it was getting his clients to lose weight. So his final plan was to develop a further income stream and he partnered with an experienced personal shopper. What he had was clients that were losing weight and when they lose weight, they want new clothes and they were all looking and feeling great but quite a few of them didn't really know what clothes to buy. So what they did was he partnered with a personal shopper and together they built an image consulting services for those clients that had lost weight. So there you go. That's the example that I have of a business owner who was completely uninspired, who completely changed his business, generated lots more income, drove his business and therefore his personal income improved, of course. And as you can see, to create an ecosystem and generate new income streams, 
you do have to leave behind some of those comfortable ways that you and your business may have fallen into. And this is all part and parcel of the quest to live an inspired life. You want to do what you want to do and not what you have to do. And that's why I'm explaining this ecosystem to you. So the call to action this week, there's only one of them, and it's the same call to action that you've had for the last two weeks. Go back to episode 14, go through the income stream questions, and just think about those in relation to gifts, products for prospects, core products, and products for clients, okay? I hope that was valuable, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. Even if it's just giving you a bit of a light bulb moment, I've had other other people that have said to me, you know what, actually, I've been offering some of these things or I've had these things available, but I've never really marketed them. That's the thing to do. That's what you want to get out there and do. It's well worth spending your time on this stuff, especially the stuff like gifts that are a one-off cost that will feed into your business time and time again. So again, I hope you got some value from that, guys. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor. Please pass it on to your friends and your family. And um, and we are, we're on episode 17 now. I hope you're um, enjoying them. If you are, feel free to leave a review. And if you haven't subscribed, absolutely do so, so you don't miss another episode. Okay, guys, take care of yourself.